is a definition of the problem, so we're all on the same page. Define that problem for us from which that question emanates. The problem would be the fact that we ha we don't we no longer have a stable mortgage industry. You may be approved today, and five days from now, either the lender you were approved with is out of business, the program you were approved on has been canceled, or the guidelines have changed such that you no longer fit the guidelines anymore. So things are changing so fast and furiously that it's not a you don't have a tar a single target anymore. It's a moving target, and you have to stay. Once you get a loan approval, you have to try to stay within that target. So that would be the issue. Okay, well done. Now let's get to the third step, history of the problem, which means how did this historically evolve as a problem in the way it is today within the mortgage industry? What happened in the mortgage industry to cause this historically? And I'm not talking, by the way, about 100 years ago. We're talking, when we say history of the problem as the third step in this outline, we're simply talking about how this problem evolved and the history of that evolution of the problem. Yeah, the history of this problem actually goes back less than a year. It was just last summer, the summer of 2007, that all of these loan programs that were once available, zero down, stated income, negative amortization, no income, no asset, all of these very aggressive loan programs within a two-month period vanished. So all of a sudden, at one point, you had a borrower that could literally borrow $2 million to buy a home, and one month later, couldn't get a loan for 50000 Well, let, let's, let's talk about it even beyond that in terms of the history, because the banking industry, the mortgage industry, goes through flux and change, and we've seen uh, the savings and loan bailout years ago, and now and we saw problems in the banking industry back then. What is it within the banking industry, I guess, in the history of this problem, that caused what you just described to happen. Why did that happen? As you mentioned, it was it was uh, aggressive and it was wanting to put the mortgages out there, but what in the world caused the industry to do that? Because based on what they did with negative amortization without qualifying people the way they should have, you could almost say it was, it was, it was bad business decisions and irrational. How did people with these great financial backgrounds come to that decision-making process historically to do this? What was their motivation? Well, the motivation, actually, what, what allowed them to do this was a complete lack of responsibility. Wall Street would package these loans and sell them to investors. Then Wall Street would turn around and buy these loans from lenders. Lenders would turn around and buy the loans from brokers, and brokers would make the loans to the borrowers on the street. So the broker would make the loan to a borrower and then sell it to a lender. The, the broker's responsibility is gone. The lender would turn around and sell the loan to Wall Street. Now the lender's responsibility is gone. Wall Street would turn around and sell the loan to an investor. Now Wall Street's responsibility is gone. So the responsibility was four or five levels removed when all of a sudden the eventual investors that bought all these that now were responsible for these loans got the facts and figures coming back to them and showing foreclosure rates, late payment rates. When all of those came back, these eventual investors all of a sudden found they weren't getting rates of return at 10, 12, or 14%. They were getting rates of return of negative two, negative four, negative 6%. They were actually losing principal because of the foreclosures. As soon as the investors saw this, they said, we're not buying this anymore. As soon as they told Wall Street that, Wall Street said to the lenders, we can't buy it anymore because we don't have anyone to sell it to. The lenders went to the brokers. We're not, we can't make these loans anymore because we don't have anywhere to sell them. And the brokers went to the borrowers and said, I'm sorry, none of these programs exist anymore. Now, do you see, Denny, when we went through that, you gave me the history a moment ago. What you just gave us was profound and very important. Can you see how 
giving a full comprehensive historical background of the problem is a vitally important part of this whole process of coming to a decision about this problem. Absolutely. And I think, as you said, it's probably many times going to take asking the same question once, twice, three or even four times to actually get to the root cause. I like analogies. And what you just described to me, and I never thought of it this way until you just said that, this this for the mortgage industry is basically uh, the junk bond of the mortgage industry. That's what it sounds like. Everybody's just passing paper around to make quick money. That's a that's a great analogy. And, and now we're suffering the same fate that the junk bond industry did. All right, let's talk now about the fourth step and the fifth step really come together, uh, the causes and the effects, except we're going to reverse them. We're going to go to the effects of this problem first. And the reason, uh, let me ask you, why, why do you think we start with the effects instead of the causes? Well, I think the effect is, is something that is what we're all feeling right now. So it's probably easier to see the situation we're in than to take a step.